Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash natchbute. Tune in, baby. Let's do some some bad raps. Okay. All right. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. I went to the store the other day, bad rap, bad, bad rap, rap, bad rap. Bad rap. I didn't have no money, so I couldn't. Okay, bad rap. Yeah, but she'll say something wrong. Oh, okay. And I didn't have enough money, so I could Couldn't buy any toilet paper. Couldn't bad pay rap. cash. It just doesn't have to rhyme. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Bad rap. Bad, bad rap, rap, bad rap, rap, bad rap. Working. No, you go. My name is Bria, and I'm here to say... Bad rap. Bad, bad rap, bad, bad rap. I don't know how to play the stupid game. Bad rap. <laughs> This week on the Mystic Party, Stefan hyphen straightman, peanut butter monsters, and haunting a Whole Foods. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Mystic, Mystic Party, Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. Crap, I messed up when we were on video. I'm your host, Bria Grant, Southern California's leading psychic. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies, University of Arkansas, Little Rock. Go Razorbacks. Go Razorbacks. That's what I always say. Go Razorback. Go Razorback. You know, isn't it a pig, the Razorback? The Razorback is a wild boar. A wild boar. Great mythical creature, the wild boar. Exists at many literary gatherings. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. We have a special guest today. Um, it's the new. It's the host of the newest podcast on uh, the Super Creative Network. Um, it is... Sorry, I seem to not have written down Oh, hold name. on. Let me think. Stephen... Hyphen straight man. Right. Two out of three. Two out of three. Okay. Congratulations. It's pronounced Stefan. Oh, Stefan? Stefan hyphen straight man. Yes. Hyphen straight man. Broadcast professional for 30 years. Oh, wow. You look so young. Thank you. I feel so very, very old inside. I could see that. So it's kind of like your, your guts are rotting from the inside out. I just have a lot of very strong, accurate opinions about things, and it starts to take a toll after a while. I could see that. Wow. So um, you have, uh, Stefan, you have the newest podcast on the Pointless Network, on the Super Creative Network. Sorry, it says Pointless Huge behind you, and it's going to confuse me the entire day. I hope that's not meant to be some kind of prank or joke. No, no, no. Good. But it would be a good one. It would, except I don't think there are any good pranks. I find them to be cruel. Oh, that's a bummer. Every time I come in... I've been accused of that before. Every time I come in here and look at that mural on the wall, I think, what's really the point? Thoughtful. Woo! Indeed. 
Yes, I am coming to the super creative network of podcasts after uh-huh. being the senior anchor of Your Welcome World News for over 30 years on PRA, Public Radio America. Uh-huh. And you're bringing the, the show to Super Creative Network. Yes. Now tell us a little bit about your program. It is a world news showcase that features all of the really crucial, vital discussions about crucial extraordinarily important issues that are facing the world today. Things like, is yoga really all that important to Mm. your health? And the answer, spoiler alert, is, oh God, yes. Oh. It is so important. Not what I expected. I expected another way. No, yeah. That's why this network needs a show like You're Welcome World News. Yeah, it's clearly. clearly. You know, when we think about what's good for your health, we, we're really not pro-spirituality. We're more pro, like, anti-demonism. Yeah. Yes, I was warned before I came on this show that it involved a lot of um, hoodoo-ery, uh, nonstop uh, spiritual mysticality, uh, a great deal of uh, demonetrics, and all sorts of supernaturalities. So you're here more because your publicist sent you. I don't have a publicist, but uh, my father recommended this show to me. He's a big fan of shows like uh, oh. Coast to Coast, PM. Oh, yeah. So are we. So yes. are we. They actually ripped us off. Yeah, they ripped us off. Yeah. We, people always say, like, can't believe Coast to Coast They're is, like, like doing Bell, your thing. Dark Matters. Yeah. Got Sorry hard. to bring it up. I hope it's not a sore. Uh, we're in a very, very tumultuous legal battle right now with Art Bell. But, um, a bit of a feud. A bit of a feud, but, you know, it's fine. You know, we all want to support uh, the healing of the world through um, psychic powers and mysticism. Yeah. So, you know, That's we have our own way. We have our own style. Not yoga necessarily, but we have our own style. It's understandable. I once interviewed someone who was extraordinarily fond of the mystic healing powers of crystals. Mm-hmm. Great. And after a three-hour-long interview, she almost had me convinced that they were uh, useful. But not not totally convinced. I like to think of myself as a bit of a healthy skeptic, Bria. Oh. Have, have you ever seen the DVD called The Secret? Mm-hmm. I think there's a book. Is that the a one DVD with... also that explains the whole thing. Oh, is that the one with um, Benjamin Stiller as he tries to solve the mundane mysteries of life by traveling to a mountain or something? I don't know. I've never seen it. But don't know if the I get full, the reference of that joke. Well, the full title <laughs> is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. No, 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 Secret no, no. for no, short. That was a good one, though. I liked that one. When he skateboarded down that mountain, that was pretty cool. No. It, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I tried that once, and it put me in the hospital for 17 out of the 30 years of my broadcasting career. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of them. Now, the secret is that you send all your energy into the universe to get what you want. Yeah. Back. Yeah. That's fascinating and completely silly. It works best when you like use crystals or like a witch as a medium or mm. like generally light a bunch of candles. Like that's how it works best. And the DVD it gives you a specific warning. Don't use your energy to get something you might not be able to handle. And then this guy like thinks really hard and then an elephant appears in his living room and it poops. And he just doesn't know how to handle that, I assume. Yeah, he, like, wished for something that was a little too much. And the universe gave it to him. Well, you know, it's indiscriminate. Unlike uh, religions, when you ask a god for something, and he's like, no, that's probably not what's best for you. The secret is, 
the universe is indiscriminate in what you ask for and what it gives it's back. It's just going to give it. It's just going to give it's you gonna, whatever. It's going to be like, I want an elephant. Here it is. I want a whale. Guess what? You need a whale-sized pool because otherwise that whale's going to be sitting in your living room pooping. It's okay. a fascinating theory. And as the saying goes, when the universe gives you elephants, make a one-man circus in your living room. Uh-oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Give them a ball to stand on and then play a cute song. Yes. Um, all right. Well... Uh, Stefan, we're so happy to have you here. Um, We're happy to have you. uh, Tell us a little bit about... um, There's some applause for you from our studio audience. Hey, guys. Um, Terrifying. uh, So your show show basically is... Is a, it's a celebration. It's a a celebration Celebration. of being right. It is a liberal tribute to the finest... And greatest Americans, starting with me. Oh, this is going to okay. be a long show. You know, guys, I know how I feel about liberalism. How? You love it. I don't like it. <laughs> You're okay with it, at least. <laughs> I have very little tolerance for liberalism and conservatism. Well, that's mm-hmm. okay, because in every single room, I am on the highest moral ground. Wow. So I will oh, be happy be nice. to wave at you from up here. What if Jesus was in this room? If Jesus was in this room, he would be so jealous. <laughs> Jesus. All right. You know, God is a jealous God. Yes, and according to uh, most archaeologists, Jesus was a Middle Eastern, perhaps a Jordanian. Interesting. I feel like you're going to have a lot to add to this show today. Yes, I am full of opinions, most well, of which are facts. Okay, great. Well, um, today uh, we got Kiki, the news girl here. She's here. She's going to read some stories after we hear our um, wonderful theme song for our news. Uh, feel free to dance as if you if you want to dance to this song, Stefan. Our God is an awesome. Oh. I'm going to uh, turn this camera around away from you guys so we can see a little bit of Kiki. There's a Kiki in the corner. It's a Kiki in the corner. Hello, Kiki. Kiki in the the cage corner. Reporting live from that corner. It's me. It's you. All right, Kiki, let's hear our first news story of the week, and we'll give some unsolicited advice to it. Sounds lovely. Can we turn our mic up? My favorite kind of advice. I think we're going to get along just fine. (laughs) Can you hear me? My headphones are messed up, so you guys are going to have to tell her if she can hear. If you can hear. Sounds great. Great. I look so happy. I'm out of a cage. Kiki's not in a cage today. Kiki News Girl, what's our first news story? First news story, new geoglyphs discovered in Kazakhstan. Geoglyphs. They're not as large or as intricate as the Nazca lines of Peru, but new geoglyphs discovered in Kazakhstan are expected to stimulate research and discussions on their origins and meanings. Unlike the Nazca lines, most of the Kazakhstan geoglyphs are earthen mounds constructed into shapes. Their size, their sizes range from 90 to 400 meters, and even though they're mounds, are much easier to see from the air than on the ground. 
One geoglyph in particular was constructed with timber. The timber geoglyph is in the shape of a swastika, and others are of crosses, squares, and circles. Circles. While the researchers have not yet revealed what radar may have found inside the mounds, the areas surrounding them contain remnants of huts and hearths that were most likely used for ceremonies and rituals. While the mound shape suggests a spiritual purpose, they could also have been used to show who owned the land. Who owns the land? I believe that the land belongs to whoever was there first. Interesting. It's the finder's keeper's law. I believe that might makes right. As we all know. <laughs> you As and we... I are violently different. <laughs> we oppose each other in seemingly every possible way. As we all know, geoglyphs were created by aliens who leave them here as a sign for us. And I think it's really interesting that this one is in the shape of a swastika. That is interesting. What does that tell us about aliens? Hmm. Well, the ancient, ancient Hindus believed and the contemporary Hindus as well, that swastikas were an important agrarian... Agrarian... Mm-hmm. What word is it? I don't know. Agrarian? Agrarian, I think. Agrarian. No, you're doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I believe don't it's you worry what, about me. It was I'm just a, silently judging you. Agrarian and agrarian symbol signifying the, the changing of the seasons. I once read uh, a Yudrid uh, Rickling... A uh, poem book mm-hmm. that was uh, had that symbol inside of the cover, and I was very confused by it because I thought, "Is this man with a strange British name a Nazi, mm-hmm. or is there something else going on?" And it turns out he wasn't a Nazi; he was a member of the British colonial empire. Which expanded into India. Mm-hmm. He Fascinating. Went, he put the symbol inside of his book. Mm-hmm. Book of poetry. I will say, I find there's not enough swastikas inside books of poetry. That's right. I, especially with the case of uh, Mr. Uh, Rippling. I find him to be uh, a particularly undervalued contributor to the world of poetry. Yeah. Uh, in part, I think, because he didn't utilize enough of uh, the shock value that many modern poets utilize today. Mm. I believe Maya Angelou's last poem, if I recall correctly, was called Fuckity Fuck Fuck, Fuckity mm. Fuck Fuck, mm-hmm. Fuckity Fuck, mm-hmm. etc. Sure. Yeah. And that was her she's life. quite the poet, that life. Maya. I, poet. Big, fan, big fan of the Mystic Party. She's on all the time. She was, yeah, is a ghost now. Yeah. Wow. She yeah. passed last year. Right, so I meant. Yeah. She's on all the time as a ghost. We like Rest having her. in peace. I like to think that maybe the aliens, when we all know aliens are actually just us in the future coming back, that they just like don't quite totally understand um, like the language we use now. So they just got confused and made a swastika. Swastika, they think it means something it doesn't mean. So like they go like, oh, like this, this, this was you know used on these people's uniforms, so it must mean like pride and happiness or something. Yeah. So it's just really confused, and they wanted to like express. It. I just like didn't understand. I think that could be true, or they could be saying, "Hey, grow some crops here." <laughs> that's what they mean. That's what uh, I think. That's good. Could I offer some unsolicited facts about the swastika? Okay. Oh. Before the uh, National Socialist Party, the Third Reich, I believe it is also known as, uh, reappropriated the swastika as a symbol of hate and frustration. Mm-hmm. It was used by Native Americans to demonstrate hope, peace, prosperity, 
and I believe a sort of wiggly dance that they would sometimes do with their arms and legs. Wow. You liberals are always trying. You just said you believe that if you're there first, then you get the property. Correct. You're always trying to give the land to the Native Americans. This is in Kazakhstan. Yeah, it is Kazakhstan. But, I mean, it is very old. You're trying to give it to the Native Americans? Well, I think in this case it would belong to the native Kazakhstanis. Uh, they probably utilized some sort of early telephone-like system, smoke signals, passenger <laughs> pigeons, perhaps <laughs> passenger buffaloes, mm-hmm. to uh, sort of workshop the mm-hmm. swastika uh, amongst themselves. I see. I yes. See. You, you really cannot underestimate the incredible advancements that the native peoples of the world had. Hmm. You know, I'm still going to go with aliens on this one. I'm still going to go with aliens. Um Aliens who, like, maybe one is a secret Nazi. I'm going to be a secret Nazi alien, and you'd be a regular alien, and I'm going to say we're going to build these. Like, it's going to be... You're a secret Nazi alien. Hey, I think we should build these mounds. I think we should build these mounds for, like, the, you know, to show people, you know, that we're aliens. We came here, and we're going to build these neoglyphs, and it's going to be really exciting for all the Earthlings. It's going to be really cool. I was thinking of shapes, you know, I was thinking a nice circle, a triangle, a swastika, another circle, another triangle. Wait a second. What's that? What's a swastika? Oh, it's just this beautiful shape. It's like almost like a star. Oh. It's like very beautiful. Oh, I like circle, stars. triangle, swastika, circle, triangle. Uh, as your supervisor, I think it's fine. Oh, great. Who am I in this scenario? Uh, you just were listening. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an excellent listener. I've been told that on many occasions. Um, In this scenario, you could be the... um. Uh, the artist, maybe the artist who has like some issues with, um, with, uh, with what we're designing, you know? I see. Uh, that seems like a good role for you. Yes. I often have issues with things. Yeah. I could see that. Especially issues that other people have. Sure. Um, and I think you could just sit there quietly, you know, sit there quietly and judge and be upset. Oh, so I'm sort of crossing my arms and pouting and thinking, this is not what I spent $70,000 on art school tuition to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you might be good at that role. I'm very good at many things, so you're probably right. (laughs) All right. Next news story. Oh, Sorry. He's like waiting for a camera to come back. Camera? I'm waiting for my, my shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next in news, uh, Bill Clinton thinks we are not alone. First of all, oh, I would no. just like to show America and the world. Where's this camera? How handsome Bill Clinton still is. Look. Oh, <laughs> oh I love you. I remember hearing when I was a, a young man, a young child, that Bill Clinton spent $30 getting his hair cut. Yeah. And I thought that was crazy. I was like, that is so much money. I can spend $30 on a fucking haircut. <laughs> that guy's not going to run my economy. He's, he's hemorrhaging money on something that obviously he could have done at home with a Floby. <laughs> a true story, if I may interject. Go when, ahead. when I was just an intern for PRA in 1993, mm-hmm. I met Bill Clinton and we jammed together for upwards of 17 minutes. What did you play? The guitar. Are you familiar with the keytar? I'm familiar. Familiar. A fan, even. She likes it. Excellent. I would say I'm a fan. It is the most enlightened of instruments. I don't like the mixing of instruments. A true intersection between acoustic, folk, heart, 
and the modern science and technological achievements of it's like the jazz human now. Like jazz fusion. Or the 1980s, if you prefer. Saying, I can't think of another mixing of instruments. Jazz well, fusion. Well, there are many. There's the, uh, there's the accorditar. Uh-huh. Uh, that one didn't quite catch on as much on as, as well, the guitar. Huh? It's a bit of an ugly sound. Uh, there's the guitar pipes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, which you have to both strum and blow into for an even more disgusting sound. There, there is a thing that you blow into and play a keyboard. That's true. A harmonica. Nope, that's a not harmon- a harmonica. That's harmonium. not a harmonica. Harmonium. Harmonium, uh, also maybe. wrong. You're thinking of the tar pipes. Maybe that's it. The, uh, <laughs> it was the ancient... Next news story. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Next news story. All right. Bill Clinton believes we are not alone. In an appearance on Jimmy mm. Kimmel Live, Clinton said that when he was president, he actually asked aides to investigate what, if anything, the government knew about UFOs. The search turned up no evidence of E.T., but Clinton said he wouldn't rule out that aliens exist. If we were visited someday, I wouldn't be surprised, he said. I just hope that it's not like Independence Day. Um, I wonder if he means the day or the film. I I was like not on Independence Day. That'd be such a bummer. Totally. Talk about deflating our sense of self-importance. It'd be so fun if the aliens came, but just like not on Independence Day, not on Flag Day, my favorite federal holiday, (laughs) and not on Christmas or Rosh Hashanah. There I was, barbecuing hot dogs in my backyard. (laughs) And lo and behold, an alien transport ship dropped pants and spewed... (laughs) Spewed out little alien babies all over the planet. <laughs> who's going to clean up after them? And you said, this is the strangest fireworks display I've ever seen. I said, pass the relish and hand me the ammunition. I would, I, I would be happy because I feel like Bill Clinton would be the person who gave the speech. Yeah. Because today is our Independence Day. Day. Now yes. pass the relish. He would, truly, <laughs> he would truly charm the aliens into no longer attacking us. <laughs> that he would. He would be with his down-home southern charms and style. Yeah, Do you consider special. Bill Clinton a liberal? I consider Bill Clinton to be a human. Mm-hmm. I consider him to be a, a genius. Uh, I consider him to be uh, the best thing available. I consider him to be... Um, the, out of what? <laughs> um, out of ex-presidents that are still alive. Oh, wow. The best ex-president still alive. What about... Yes. Ex-American president. Put that on a plaque and hand it to him. I'm sure he'll be quite impressed. Yeah. What about... Yeah, what are the other American presidents who you might like? Well, let's see. George, George Bush. I'm quite a George fan Bush. of... Uh, no, I'm less a fan of Bush than... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the opposite, an anti-fan, a detractor. Hater. I am a hater. I drink the <laughs> haterade when it comes to uh, senior Bush and junior Bush. Interesting. Oh, both of the Bushes. How do you feel about like Laura? I don't like the Bushes. Uh, I don't necessarily have any strong opinions about her, except that I wish she would just go away forever. Jed. Jed is perhaps the worst thing to ever happen to the name Jed since um, that hillbilly that accidentally Ooh. ran into my Lexus. What about Jeb? Jeb is fine. <laughs> Jeb is fine. I think that Jeb does not get the credit that he deserves for keeping the Bush family together. His good-for-nothing uh, secret triplet brother, Jed, who they try to keep hidden in the basement, is constantly busting out and causing mischief in the Bush name. Jeb and Jed. What a bunch of assholes. What a Two bunch of assholes. big dickheads and an okay guy. <laughs> In terms of dead ex-presidents, I really quite like Garfield. Oh. You know, he did not take the office for very long, so I really like to give him the benefit of a doubt. I think if he got the full four years, he really could have made some magic happen. Who's the one that couldn't, he had to have a special bathtub? That was Taft. Taft. 
William Howard Taft, the fattest president. The fattest president who had to, who had to have his own bathtub made because it was he was too fat. Well, the only president to ever eat chicken wings during his inaugural speech. <laughs> one of my friends is necessary, one of my friends is that guy's great like great great grandson. His name is Sean Taft Morales. The obvious That's question crazy. is, does he still have that bathtub? Yeah. Is it yes. a family heirloom? Yes. <laughs> Fascinating. Have Other you guys heard this story about Andre the Giant? That Andre the Giant, um, was he was such a big guy that when he had to go, when he was in Japan, he had to get two rooms, one with two different bathrooms. One was like a regular bathroom for him to shower, and the other one was he used the bathtub as a toilet. So he'd poop in the bathtub. and. And because he was too big to sit on the toilet oh. in he Japan. Neglected, he neglected to share that information with me in my interview with him. Oh, you did an interview with Andre the Giant? What kind of questions did you ask him? I asked him questions like, are you really that tall? And when he confirmed he was, I had follow-up questions like, really? And no kidding? But with a, a question mark at the end. What of is your period. background? What is your journalism background over there? I feel like uh, that's Excellent not a very good question. question. I mean, I'm not a journalist over here or anything. Well, but... I was an intern at the time. Uh-huh. And it was sort of my big break, you see, in sure. public radio. Yeah. Um, the reporter who was... Su- yeah, one thing public radio listeners like is Andre the Giant. Very they much love so, wrestling. Yes. Well, back in the day, uh, wrestling was considered sort of an enlightened cultural experience. It was a geopolitical cesspool. You had the Iron Sheik. That is definitely sure. one way of putting it, yes. You had... Uh, you had Jacob the Snakeub, who was yeah, yeah. perhaps my personal favorite. I actually, when I interviewed him, I gave him the suggestion, you know, if you shortened it, not only would it uh, look better on a t-shirt, but uh, you would actually be able to use a snake for a prop instead oh, of this yeah. weird man that he did that. named Snakeub, who you wear around your shoulders during fights. He ended up becoming a crack addict. The Snakeub is my That's favorite cryptid. What? The Snakeub is my favorite cryptid. As is mine. It's also my the favorite. Snake of. It's also my favorite emoticon. Oh, I'm recently getting very sneak. heavily into emoticons. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, to answer your question about my background, mm-hmm. uh, I initially started in the early 80s as a, uh, I believe they're called a zoo crew, a morning radio personality. Oh, sure. Uh, yes, I don't. Like, this is Tom and in the morning. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately, that would be a, a, a high standard. In mm-hmm. that example that you gave, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not proud of those years. I look back on them with uh, dripping regret. Uh, so after several uh, highly financially lucrative years of that, I decided uh, perhaps it's time for me to take my high horse and ride it into the sunset of public radio. Sure. And so ride I did, and I started uh, my 30-year public broadcasting uh, career with a solid 20-year internship at public radio. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's about how long they require. Uh, roughly, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, these days, of course, it's uh, 20 years unpaid, where at the time I was paid in um, ecto-cooler. Oh, mm-hmm. yum. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Worth its weight in gold these days, of course. This is Brian Zane in the morning. You're listening to Mystic Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of callers on the air today. I just crawled out between a woman's legs. It's <laughs> a gross. I bet you loved it. Oh, Hee-haw. I think my nose is bleeding. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was traumatic. Those are terrible flashbacks. <laughs> um, all right, so um, we're completely off topic, and I am... Um, uh, I normally we do another news uh, story here, but we uh, have a call-in line for the, this radio show, and um, I we kind of forgot about it, but now we remember it again. It's one eight 
seven seven something mystic six four something something one eight mystic four mystic four eight six four mystic four eight six four mystic four anyway we've called so what one thing we do because we know you believe in altruism and that's very important to you oh yes i am very very good look we're being good right we're very expensive here we're here on the mystic party you know yes. our as you know our 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 hourly fees are through the roof it's like we're like if you try to buy a used car from a libertarian, yeah, you're not going to get a good deal. No, but it's a great deal. Not. Yeah, absolutely. Because the market determined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know what that means, but yes, absolutely. Um, you can drive that car all the way to Gold's Gulch. So what we do sometimes is we do uh, we we take a call and we answer their mystic pro- mystic problem, paranormal problem. Excellent. And um, so we're going to take that call right now. Kiki, can you play the call for us? Kiki, can you hear me? You also do song parodies. That's Hello, Mystic Party. Hello. Yes. I'm caller, long time listener. Hello. This is Mikey, and I've got a bit of a problem making a decision. Great. Okay. Hmm. What's, what's the problem? I've captured a Bigfoot. Oh, good well, for you. Well, I was driving home late last night from some recreational hiking deep in the woods, and I hit the Bigfoot with my truck. It's badly injured, and I'm not sure what to do with it. Oh. The cool. truck or the Bigfoot? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty banged up. It smells really bad. It's about it's the six foot seven and covered in coarse dark hair. The thing has to wear at least a size thirteen shoe. I had it tied up in the shed, but it was groaning kind of loudly. So uh, I'm going to the basement as not to bother neighbors. You know, I guess I have to make a decision on whether or not to put it out of its misery. I don't want to take it to a vet because that would create a whole panic situation. Mm, and good. I respect that the Bigfoot likes to keep its existence unknown to the general public. Mm, uh, very good, I, admirable listener. I could try to nurse it back to health. It's yeah. kind of handsome in a rugged way. Oh. It keeps crying for help, and I'm trying my best. I mean, I cleaned it up and I washed its overalls. Anyways, I appreciate any guidance. You two are the best. Oh. Okay, well, thank well, you for calling. Well, thanks for calling. Anybody wow. can leave a message on that, by the way. They can leave a message, and we'll answer it during our altruistic moment on the par- on the show, on the party. Altruistic moment of the week. 864-MYSTIC-4. Leave a message, and you can totally, we will handle your problem. Thanks for calling, um... Mike. Mikey, oh, I think Mike? he preferred to be known as. Mikey? Yes, Mikey. Michael? Mike. Mikey. The guy with the Mike. Bigfoot. Look, Bigfoot man. I think it's very admirable that it wasn't a Bigfoot hit and run, which is the biggest one of the biggest problems bl- plaguing Bigfoots right now. You Truly know, you con- on constantly have this problem. You know, you Bigfoot walks in front of the, the road, he walks down the road, and he gives you a look like the little sideways look that it does, as you've seen on many photographs. Oh, yes. And then you hit it, and then you just keep on driving because you're scared. You know, you don't want to go to jail for hitting a Bigfoot. You don't want other Bigfoots to come after you, as they often do if they sure find out you've hit a friend of theirs. But I like I, I admire this guy for taking this Bigfoot home with him and taking care of him. I also admire him. It's good good job, Mike. I think really that kind. the overalls suggest it might not be it might just be a big hairy man. But big possibility. Because big possibility. I've never heard of a Bigfoot wearing overalls. They do prefer to be in the nude. But you mustn't deny a Bigfoot uh, their right to choose to wear human clothing. All right, Stefan. Stefan. We've heard it before. I'm just trying to be inclusive here. (laughs) I, for one, would suggest to uh, Mikey, uh, you should perhaps take the Bigfoot to some sort of rescue center. 
uh, you know, rescuing a Bigfoot is truly doing the Lord's work. I mean, I don't believe in a Judeo-Christian God. I consider myself agnostic with uh, Eastern uh, or sort of uh, roots uh, foundations. Boy, uh, being, I do believe that um, perhaps the Humane Society or some sort of cryptozoological version of the Humane Society. I don't know what that would be. I guess the inhumane or superhumane society. You got to be careful though, because some people running those cryptos, crypto zoological humane societies are pretty nuts. You know, they the, rehabilitate oh, the Bigfoot just so they can marry it. Or Ooh. organ farming. Organ farming. They want to have a Bigfoot arm. Oh, yeah, dear. totally. They want to put the Bigfoot so it to their arm, so it to their arm, Bigfoot arm. So and let me arm. tell you something, folks at home doesn't work like that. Not pretty. If you cut off your own arm and put a Bigfoot arm in there, ain't going to work. Just no. like if you cut just like if you captured a lion, a white lion, mm-hmm. and you cut its arm off yep. and you put it on your arm yeah. where your arm used to be. Yeah. No. Not going to work for That's you. You're not going to suddenly have a paw. No. It's just going to be hideous. It's going to look weird. It's going to be the wrong shape. It's not going to move. It's going to flop around. It's going to flop around. You're going to put a purse on it and it'll look okay. You're going to accidentally hit it on doorways as you're walking through. It's going to like hit on things. It's going to hurt. But then, but you also still not going to be able to move it. So it'll probably fall off every once in a while. You have to get reattached. That's you th- expensive. You thought you were going to have retractable claws? Guess what? You have a rotting arm on your body sewn mm-hmm. on there. And we all know that if you put a Bigfoot arm on your arm, Bigfoots are real stinky. That's right. Stink. Stink, stink. That's going to be such an issue for and you. And you're going to wake up possibly pregnant with a Bigfoot baby if you're a man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a big problem you got to think about because, you know, Bigfoot semen transfers through all sorts of ways that humans are not familiar with. That's right. I'm learning a lot at this podcast. You sh- I would think so. So, I would say instead of a crypto... Um, zoological... Humane shelter society. Yeah. Instead of that, I would say... Um, well, if you can, if you can, just release it back into the wild. The thing about Bigfoots is they have great healing powers. Mm-hmm. They're constantly being hit by cars, shot by hunters, um, attacked by wild animals. Like this is just their life. If you release that Bigfoot right back where you found him, put him in your car, throw him out on the side of the road, put a little sandwich out there, so in case he just wants to sit there and eat and like you know get his energy back, he's probably just not healing because he's in like a scared space right now, which sounds like mm-hmm. your basement, which I imagine is scary and like full of like. Weird pornos and like um, old video games. It sounds like Bigfoot uh, centric pornography, perhaps, based Pro- on his description of the Bigfoot as ruggedly handsome. Oh, mm. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. I'm an excellent listener. I, my headphones aren't working well. Well, Good I excuse. don't listen to anything or anyone. Mm-hmm. I just say what's on my mind. Just what is like on your uh, mind? Rush Limbaugh or. Uh, you seem to Hannity. be provoking my, somebody me Hannity. on purpose. I will take your provocation and spin it back around at you. Uh, Earlier you mentioned uh, taking the arm off a white lion. My question for you, uh, Zane, why does the lion have to be white? (laughs) Uh, Do you have any defense for that viewpoint? I'm just saying, like, a woman... Uh, yes. A woman, you know... Keep digging. ...is probably looking for fashion accessory if they're looking to get a new arm. But you're saying only women attach lion arms to their yes, bodies? Get in the White lion arms. Get in the spirit White lion arms. Look, I'm not signing with you either over there, Stefan. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying... Women, only women me right. put, attach white lion arms to their bodies. Why would a, men don't carry purses, so why would they need one of those arms? 
I would expect this kind of hate talk from someone who graduated from the university so-called of Arizona. Arkansas. Exactly. You realize, of course, that uh, there are several lawsuits pending against the uh, football team, the Razorbacks, for having a, an insensitive name for their team. One of uh, many of those sorts of lawsuits going on right now. Uh, what, what's so uh, offensive about being a Razorback? Razorback is a slur against a proud and noble beast. Mm. Uh, do you think that Razorbacks like to be called Razorbacks? In heavens, no, no. They prefer the they prefer the term uh, fine swine. Fine swine. <laughs> fine swine. Sounds, I know who's running this podcast sounds anymore. Like I had what I had for breakfast. <laughs> Razorback is indeed a truly offensive term against a truly proud pig people. Mm. All right, I think it's time for now uh, the part of the show where we do a quiz with Stefan over here. Um, I know a lot. Before so we do that, be we're going to be putting in a advertisement. It will go right here. Hey, hey guys. guys. So uh, we are here to promote Two Guys One Up. Sorry to interrupt your Mystic Party viewing experience, but we're just telling you that we also are on this channel. You are on right now, and uh, we play games. Our show is called Two Guys One Up. Uh, we recently played Dead Rising. What else, Justin? Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, I think this week we got some Fez coming we out, too. We have a shit ton of fun games, so you should come, stop by, channel. After, watch this, finish Mystic. Finish this completely. Finish Mystic Party. And then, hop on maybe over. take a break. It's a lot of podcasts, but then hop on over to our show. Take a nap or something. You don't even have to watch it. Just to kind of stare at it, and I don't know. Take a nap, whatever, it's fine. But just or don't watch us, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. Just come, watch our show. There's a link. Right, I can throw it wherever I want. Right here, I'm not going to throw it anywhere near there now. Over here, fuck Justin. It's going to be down here. Click on that annotation. Take it to the show, but load it up and look at it. You know, you're fine. Bye. See ya. Have a good Mystic Party. Okay. Maybe it's there, maybe it's not. Let's see. Hopefully you just heard an advertisement of some sort for another another show on the Super Creative Network. Not yours. Um, now funny. we will get to the part of the show where we do a quiz with the guests. It's a quiz. Quiz. All right. Wow. This 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 uh episode is going to come out when it's almost October. So, um, the month of October, we're doing only ghosty-related quizzes. Mm. Excellent. Uh, I hope you've been brushing up. I am certainly aware of my ghost mythology. Great. This quiz is about the European legend of the Wild Hunt. We all know the Wild Hunt is a group of phantasmal spectral uh, huntsmen in a mad pursuit along the skies, on the ground, or just above the ground. The hunters are usually dead, or sometimes they are fairies. According to legend, which is not a good option if you want to stay alive when a wild hunt is near. A. Put an apron over your head. Mm. B. Stand in the middle of the road. C. Go to sleep. Which one should you not do if you want to stay alive when the wild hunt is near? Apron, stand in the road, go to sleep. As I recall reading about this in my college days, this this probably has something to do with uh, falling asleep. I believe the answer is C. Yeah, that is correct. If of you fall asleep, the huntsman could pull you out of your dreams into the hunt. According to for- folklore, a daughter. Oh, this is about the apron. Uh, a d- father told his daughter daughter she saw the hunt. She should put an apron over her head, mm. and they wouldn't bring her in. Do it. 
Always carry an apron. Good advice. It really is good advice. You know, aprons can be stop you from being involved in lots of paranormal problems. To be sure. Mm. Although I'm sure whatever apron Zane would be wearing would probably have some sort of extraordinarily offensive slogan on it. Here's the thing. I don't wear aprons because I'm not a woman. No. Get back in the kitchen, ladies. <laughs> All right. Question two. Disgusting. The wild hunt is said to be many things from hellhounds searching for sinners to ghosts chasing after their own horses. Mm. My favorite British explanation for the wild hunt is what? A. They are just searching for a good cup of tea. Mm. B. A king warned uh, was warned that he could never get down from his horse until his dog riding alongside him did. Mm. Um, so they're still riding. Mm. Or C. Uh... They are all after those who waste the kingdom's resources. Well, as we all know, wasting resources is a deeply offensive uh, crime against humanity and Should the planet Earth. you'd like that one. Yes. <laughs> uh, although, as I recall, I believe that the correct answer is uh, he is not allowed to get off of his horse until uh, his dog does. How do you know these? <laughs> I am very, very smart. Dang. Okay. I was trying to prove you wrong that you yes. weren't smart. You tried to trip me up by playing to my very empathetic mm. opinions about the king Harla was warned after visiting the fairy king another a fairy king not yes. to come down from his horse until his greyhound who rode alongside him did and the men who did get off before the greyhound did crumbled into dust the greyhound never dismounted so he and his friends are still riding question number three got two out of two two out of Thank two you. the pressure's on you're welcome all right Turn your head. You're welcome, world. Uh, according to German legend, if you offer to help the hunt, mm. one way you can survive, one way that you can survive is by helping the hunt. What mm. happens in exchange? Mm. A, you are, offered a pl- you are offered a place in the hunt as a huntsman for all eternity. Mm. B, you must become the groomer of the horses for all eternity. Ooh. Or C, you're given the leg of a slain animal or human, which is cursed. Hmm. Well, as I recall, the business practices of the hunt is that they like to um, promote from within. So I believe A is the correct answer. You know, Stefan, hmm. that was the one you didn't get. Um, I'm sorry. It's actually you're given a leg of a slain animal or a human, which is cursed. After you're given the leg, you must find a priest or a magician to ban it. Or you can trick the wild hunt to take it back by asking for salt, which the wild hunt cannot deliver. Or you can sew it onto a woman's body so she can carry her purse. Yeah, and they love that. They love it. And it's cursed, so then you get rid of the curse by just giving it to a woman, and then they're like, oh, I love this. I got something to put my purse on. Fascinating outlook. Mm-hmm. I may have gotten that question wrong, but at least I'm not as morally wrong as Zane. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Um... Well, as... Uh, <laughs> One of the best modern poets available to America once said, mm. two out of three is not bad. Who I mean, said that? Uh, his name was... Um, Called you to Rippling? I believe it was... Uh, Jay-Z? I believe it was Rippling's uh, distant descendant, uh, Mr. Loaf. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, of the meat persuasion. <laughs> yes, well, I, I don't know him by a first name basis. I just know him as Mr. Loaf. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm an enormous fan. <laughs> I gotcha, I get you. Yes. Um... Well, Stefan, um, since you've paid a lot of money to be here uh, um, and promote your show, I, I know you also have a paranormal problem. Very much so, yes. So now we'll move on to the part of the program where you talk about your paranormal program, program your paranormal problem called Talk to the Guest. I'm Dixon. Talk to the Guest. <laughs> Yes, it's time. 
I will do anything for love. Objects in the rear view mirror. I will do anything for love. Objects in the rear view mirror. Do anything for love. But closer than they did. Yes, one of my all-time favorite poems. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, seven hyphen... Straight men. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, hyphen your middle name? Hyphen is the first half of my hyphenated last name. What's your last name? He had two moms. Hyphen, hyphen, straight men. So you have two hyphens. Yeah. No, hyphen, phonetic, uh-huh. hyphen. And then hyphen, the punctuation mark. And hyphen, then straightman. Hyphen, straightman. Straight yes, that's correct. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Because yes, he had two parents. parents. I got gotcha. you. Are you a PH7 yes, or an one F? The, I'm one of those strange people that had two parents. <laughs> uh, Very unusual occurrence. But you, you kept both of their last names. Yes, I didn't want to show any favoritism or any sort of... As a baby. As a baby, I was born with a complete sense of gender neutrality. Yeah. Zane and I, uh, we uh, got a, took on a whole new last name when we were old enough to know better. That's right. Terrific. Mm-hmm. I'll grant you that much. <laughs> we decided to name ourselves after the best general that ever fought a war. That's right. Ulysses S. Grant. And also our favorite actor, Hugh Grant. That's right. And w- which one was the general again? Um, Ulysses S. Grant. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. That was my little test for you. Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ulysses S. Grant, a general... Possibly a president. Did you know? Quite possible. Did yes. you know that he was very probable? He was, in fact, he was thrown off a horse when he was a kid because he was trying to break a, a little colt. He was trying to break a wild stallion, a big wild stallion. <laughs> he was trying to break uh, this kind of beast that was uh, Wait, ten what was stories he tall. Right. What, what was he trying to break? A wild stallion. A colt or a wild stallion? A wild stallion. Okay. And he was thrown wild off. Wild stallion. Of it, and he was thrown off the wild stallion. William and Ted. A favorite of mine. <laughs> and that taught him the life lesson. Don't give up. And then he got up and he shot that horse in the head. Yeah, that is that's what we like. We we like to take with us everywhere. We we always when Zane's having a bad day, I'm like, Don't give up and then I shoot whatever his problem is in the head. Yeah. Absolutely. When life gives you a horse shoot that horse in the head. If yeah, you, right in the head. Right in right in the brain. It's like it's like Napoleon said. If you can't conquer something Destroy it. Let it go. Oh, destroy it. Yeah, yes. just just like break it apart and like tear it down to its molecules. It's like one of the greatest presidents the United States said. Mission accomplished. Yeah. You're provoking me, aren't you? <laughs> please, please, Mystic Party. Enough of this uh, literally advocating the devil. <laughs> I would love some help with my paranormal. Oh, yeah, party. that's what we're doing. I forgot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stefan Hyphen, what um, can we so, help you with? But first of all, I hope everyone listening knows this is exactly where your dollars go when you pledge to public radio. It allows me to pay uh, astronomical fees to consultants and professionals. Oh, good. Yeah. So on on that note, I'd like to say you're welcome. Okay, great. Uh, so I am a enormous proponent of the uh, morally superior grocer Whole Foods. Sure. Mm. I, as is essentially any enlightened. What makes them the, more morally superior? Uh, they're more expensive. That, and that makes you morally superior if you charge more money. I assume. Wait, that they okay, would, wait. If you're yes. richer, do you have better morals? 
No, but you do have more money that you could give to important causes if you wanted to. Okay, so what makes Whole Foods morally superior? They make more money than other grocery stores, and therefore if they wanted to donate to charity, they could donate a lot more money than others. <laughs> Great. We call, it, we call it quantum ethics. That's okay. what you're saying. It's the possibility of That's doing correct. good. A, That's correct. Someone who runs a mom and pop grocery store chain can't even afford to give their their store sweepers their bag boys insurance. Mm-hmm. That's well, exactly right. Well, how the hell are they ever going to help out? Uh, you know, the lost boys of Sudan. Yeah, precisely right. And you mm-hmm. know, a mother and father store. I can't even begin to guess how hard it must be to be in a marriage. And run a business. It, mm. it just doesn't really make any sense. Better to be a, a, a sociopath CEO who has no one that he or she loves in this world. Sure, sure. Okay, yes. fair enough. So, I frequent this establishment an average of three times a day. Once to buy food to make breakfast, once to buy food to make brunch, and once to buy food for my second brunch, which uh, I have during dinner time. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> recently I have found that there are some inexplicable occurrences, uh, phenomena. Uh, mm. uh, uh, what do you have at the third brunch? <laughs> thank you very, very much for oh, asking. Oh, okay, good. That no problem. Is, that is my favorite meal of the day. Okay. Uh, I generally enjoy making a steak out of quinoa. Okay. Uh, the T-bone is usually something like... Um, uh, tofu that I will keep in the freezer for several hours uh-huh. uh, until it has the consistency of a bone. Um, then I will uh, cook eggs and then refuse to eat them because I'm a vegan. I will literally just let them sit there and I will refuse every temptation to eat those eggs because, as we know, that is uh, the less than enlightened approach. So st- steak and eggs? Yes, yeah, steak and eggs hold the eggs. Steak and eggs, hold the eggs, hold the steak. Hold the steak, hold the hold eggs. Hold the eggs, hold the steak. You're welcome. Why do you call it brunch if you're not going to eat the eggs and the steak is just quinoa, which is not really brunch food? That is an excellent question. Brunch, as we know, is a catch-all term oh. that uh, people of a certain uh, persuasion, I'll say generally uh, Caucasians, such as myself, uh, will Why? use for... Well, white lines? No, sir. Caucasians, if you prefer. Um, basically, it is a... White catch- do love brunch, though, let's be clear. Yes. Uh, zebra souffle. <laughs> uh, brunch is a catch-all term that Caucasians will use for any meal that occurs between the hours of 9.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah, so All right. I'm just glad I'm caught up. I just had to catch up. Okay. Of course. So you, Happy to explain. You come, go to Whole Foods three times a day to get food to make brunch. Correct. And um, what, so what's the problem? That sounds like a lovely life you're leading. Yeah. Sounds like pretty fantastic if you ask me. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Whole Foods is recently showing some bizarre phenomena, mm. uh, things that I would like to explain. But unfortunately, uh, they, they seem to be explicable only through supernatural uh, explanations, which yeah. is not my forte. You know, I'm good at natural explanations like, uh, of course you shouldn't do that, or stop, or... Why don't you think about somebody else for a change? You know, natural explanations and answers. Sure, sure. But in this case, uh, it's things like I approach the automated doors, and when I try to walk in, they slam shut as fast as a guillotine, as if to say, no, you cannot enter this Oh, building. that must be troublesome for and you. And then also sometimes they literally say, no, you cannot enter this building. 
uh, through the intercom system, uh, which you will normally hear nice music or serious FM radio through. Uh, I've been getting a series of increasingly belligerent warnings. Uh -huh. uh, sometimes I'll, you know, pick up my uh, favorite uh, brand of quinoa, which mm -hmm. is called quinoa, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they. Good name. Well, I didn't come up with it, but you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will pick up this box, and then a, a very belligerent voice will come over the intercom and say, "You put that back right now, you son of a bitch." Wow. Completely uncalled for. Uh, aggression that I do not invite into my life in any avenue, especially not when shopping at Whole Foods. Do you tip your bag boy? <laughs> I tip him the appropriate amount for bagging. Um, 20%, I think, is a bit extreme. I mean, after all, we are still in the... <laughs> and your 20% of your groceries at Whole Foods is like $45. That's what I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I will generally give him uh, one apple out of the bushel that I buy, which uh, at Whole Foods can run anywhere from uh, 9 to $12. Sure, sure. Um, I think it's pretty generous of me. Yeah. So um, this is only happens at Whole Foods. You're not getting any of these sort of uh, these uh, people telling you what to do, not being kind to you anywhere else. Well, I'm not going to shop anywhere else. I meant like in your home. <laughs> no, certainly not at my house. No, I... Okay. I you live alone? Thank you for asking. I live with my thoughts, uh, my my concerns for the human race at large, and with a lifetime of regrets. <laughs> um, and have you tried to go to other Whole Foods, or have you gone to any other ones to see if this is a problem with just Whole Foods chains? Or I no, that that would be a bit inconvenient for me. Oh. Uh, the next nearest Whole Foods is uh, two blocks further south. Oh, sure. That's yeah. that's, that's that's valuable time. It's I'm really a very tough. busy broadcaster. I don't have that kind of time to spare in my shopping. Gosh. This sounds like an issue. So is it specifically with the quinoa, or you've had it with the door and the quinoa, but other experiences generally, like, you know, oh, it, an it, up breeze up your skirt, maybe? We, um, had a, we had a caller like that one. Yeah, we did. Or I like, can only um, imagine. Or like, uh, you know, maybe when you're reaching for your, your fresh organic kale. Something tickles your balls. Yeah. Had any well, problems I, like that? I certainly often feel that sensation just by reaching for fresh new kale because <laughs> I do find it a very pleasurable experience. Um, but no, I, I have found that every aisle of Whole Foods holds a fresh new horror waiting to surprise and terrify me. Oh, like maybe the beef's coming to life and giving you a little bit of a little bit of chatting, like telling you what telling you what's what for? Yes, the beef seems to know somehow innately that I am vegan and will say things like. Eat me. It doesn't matter. You're not making a difference by refusing to eat me. Wow. Yes, really. Well, getting... This sounds like a Whole Foods haunting. It cuts Whoa. to the quick. What about in the vitamins section? The vitamins will come together to spell out threatening messages. Wow. Um, for example, vitamin B will combine with two different capsules of vitamin O to mm. make boo. Oh, yeah, like a boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> And um, yes, has so anybody else experienced these Whole Foods um, issues? Have you noticed anybody else jumping back from a boo? Um, well put. Uh, I, I tried reaching out to the general manager, but I believe that he has been screening my calls for the last few years. Sure. Um, I often try to call him with suggestions on how to make the store better. Uh -huh. um, a red carpet at the front door, for example. <laughs> Um, and, and unfortunately, I think that that has created a situation where uh, my relationship with the general manager is quite toxic. I got you. And he will not answer my calls to assist me with my supernatural issues. 
Wow. Well, we have a lot of highfalutin clients uh, on this show, and a lot of them seem to be calling in right now. People are calling in. They want to talk about it. They also enjoy the Whole Foods. As they should. Let's uh, see if we can uh, patch in a caller. Um, Kiki, can we patch in a caller? See if anybody has anything to say? Yep, got it. Caller? Caller? Hello? Hello? Yes, uh, caller? Yes, hello. Are you here to help uh, Stefan Hyphen? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Stephen Street. This is actually the general manager of Whole Foods. Oh great! You've oh been, my God, I didn't Joshua. know you were a fan of the show. Joshua, that's I, right. I can't believe that you have been listening in on this this whole time. Yeah. Why didn't you text me at my Stephen, private you number? You may be very. Must be so embarrassed. Well, when I heard, I don't feel embarrassment, but if I could, I would. Mm. Well, when I heard you on the, my radio, my car, Sirius FM radio. Yes. I pulled right over because I thought, well. Is that that guy who kept calling Whole Foods all the time? You know my name, Joshua. Ah. I leave it in every single one of my voicemails. Uh, he's infecting every aspect of my life. I didn't know you were... So you're a fan of the Mystic Party is what you're saying. I love Mystic Party. Oh. And I was just calling to say, don't get that guy on there anymore. Oh. Joshua, you can't be serious. He's a, He's a real creep. After the literally tens of thousands of dollars I've given your business, this is the treatment I'm going this to This year. I don't yes, this, this year alone. I, I wish you wouldn't shop at the store. Joshua, you don't mean that. But, you know, we do need your money, so I'm not going to say that you can't do it. Joshua, I'm going to ask you Apology a real serious accepted. question right now. Yeah. You're a fan of the Mystic Party? Love me, Mystic Party. You work at the Whole Foods that's being haunted? That's mm. right. Have you, and you clearly don't like Stefan... Well, I, um, I think it's a complicated issue, Bria. Do you, um, have you done any sort of spells or, you know, um, left any little bones around that may be haunting, specifically designed for Stefan hyphen, um, which may end up giving him a problem when he shops at your Whole Foods, maybe to keep him out of there? Well. Jacob? Joshua? Joshua Jacob. My name yeah, is another hyphenated name. That's why we get Smith. along so well. My yes. name is Joshua Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. Yeah. Yes, it barely fits on the plaque on his door. Yeah. Listen, Mr. Jingleheimer Smith. I'll be straight with you. It's Speak hard. to me. This is Stefan, your old friend. It's hard for me your to say. Your favorite customer, Joshua. He, please. He's not my old friend. He comes in and he samples from all the sample bins oh. all the time. We have had small talk that has lasted hours. He, Were you faking that small talk, Joshua? He runs his fingers through the green beans. <gasps> through the green beans? They're free-range green beans. He, they make me feel alive. He eats the, the honey straight from the barrel that we have. Yeah, I've seen him have the peanut butter and... Did you put your mouth under it? You just put your mouth under the peanut butter grinder? No, he takes a spoon in and he just eats it. Uh. Yes, I have I have my own uh, hand whittled wooden spoon uh, that I like to use. It just Stephen. I know I know where it's been, so I trust it a bit more. So, Stephen. listen, I I did not appear on this podcast to try to be uh, uh, shop shamed. Now look, Joshua, you know that I am. Well, most a pri- people do appear for that reason, but go ahead. I I am a I am a privileged. Excuse me, I'm. I accidentally hit the microphone for the first time in 30 years of broadcasting, so you know that I'm really quite upset about this. Mm. Joshua, I am a privileged uh, shopper at Whole Foods. I think that I am entitled to certain privileges as a privileged shopper that other people might not be. Uh, The uh, spoon discount, which I invented and tried to get you on board with, and you refused to look at my PowerPoint presentation, Uh, my tendency to (laughs) lovingly stroke the greens... 
which we have talked about at length, and I don't care how many cameras you have on those greens. I will not be deterred in my greens stroking. Joshua, Joshua, this sounds like a minor, a minor disagreement. I can't believe that you went all the way through and cursed your store. Yeah, cursing a store. I mean, look, he sounds really irritating. I mean, I'll give you that. But, I mean, Joshua, do you feel like you need to, to curse a that. store? Well, it started out more simple than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was just going to curse one section of the store. This, you know, the peanut butter distributor. Sure. And then next you to the store. You know that's my favorite. And then when he, yeah. And, but then the thing was, like, that the first bell put on it didn't deter me it even more of it and some of the other customers were complaining because they said you right they said oh something's wrong with peanut butter distributor he keeps talking to me uh, which keeps, seems uh, like it'd be like a total reason to go to the whole thing hey why don't we go to the one with the talking peanut butter distributor yeah but it was saying nasty things like oh. amityville stuff oh it was like fuck my holes yeah and and, and then that made stefan come even more <laughs> he loved it so it felt like a very intimate experience with mm, the peanut butter sure sure anytime peanut butter says fuck my holes to me i, love I don't it. trust a man who lives alone so long into his adulthood joshua period never oh alone i just said you don't trust a man who lives so long into his adulthood no no alone <laughs> uh, alone mm. i bet he has a cat do you have a cat I used to. It ran away. Okay. Well, yeah. it's depressing. Yeah, it ran away. Joshua, right. I don't feel like this is a reason to curse someone. So what What happened after that? You went and decided to curse the entire store? Well, it started with the peanut butter sure. thing, and then I had to correct that. So I brought in a magician to, sure. you know, work on the other sections. Mm-hmm. Went to the vitamin aisle, and I thought, well, this will stop this guy from coming in here anymore. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo vitamins. Yeah. And eh, it didn't stop him. I am a relentless whole food shopper, Joshua. You of all people should know better. Look, I can see the problem here, guys. Clearly, we're not going to get rid of Stefan coming out of the whole foods. He will go there even when there's a haunting. But now you have a haunting in your whole foods, which seems like a kind of a problem, Joshua. You have now two problems, a problem of Stefan and a problem of... A ghost. I'd like to think you have an opportunity with Stefan and not a problem. Well. How are you going to live up to your Stefan opportunity, Joshua? Well, I've been talking to my my 10-year-old lawyer. Mm Mm-hmm. He's in fourth grade. He told me there's really no legal, there's no legal justification to ban him from the store. So I thought there's no other possibilities. So, yeah, I did a little cane toad deal. I got one demon in the peanut butter and next thing you know I gotta have another one in the vitamins just to keep that one straight click click oh I think we're getting another call um we'll keep you on the line really fast uh let's see what this call is saying uh hello caller hello this is the tenth this is the fourth grade lawyer oh hello sir I didn't know you listened I listened to the show and I've been giving Joshua so much advice but I have a little advice for you guys right now. Oh, I'm listening. What is it? Ten-year-old lawyer. Fourth grade lawyer. Fourth Call grade me by lawyer. my real name. My apologies. Fourth grade. I officially retract that statement, Mr. Fourth grade. The advice I have for you is if you look good, you, you feel, feel good. good. Fascinating. That's great. I'll take my answer off the air. Oh. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, oh, that okay. was interesting. Thanks for calling. So I think he's saying spruce it up. 
Yes, first it up. That Look. kindergarten law school really served him well. Click, click. Oh, I guess we have another call. We have another call? Uh, hello? bless America. Oh, is are you the demon from the Haunting the Whole demon. Land that I love. Don't oh. listen to his lies. He's not a patriot. He's a I dirty... I was brought into Whole Foods. I was brought in. He's a like foul-mouthed demon. Sounds like a fat demon. He uh, uses politically incorrect language. I'm very... Don't talk about... Oh, I see. You're just kind of like... You're like, just like... You're globulous. I'm in a peanut butter. Mm, you are a peanut butter. Okay, gotcha. George Washington you Carter are a peanut butter is rolling like over in his grave. I'm in it. I'm breaking a pour in a peanut butter. Okay. My plank... My plank is... Go on. Yes. They know I'd be angry with that one. Yeah. Because I do love George Bush. Oh, you love George Bush, but you're in this Whole Foods peanut butter. Guys, we have so many issues here. I'm going to stop it. You can tell that this is the chunky peanut butter. You know what I can't tell? I can tell that he's lonely. You just sound pretty lonely, Mr. Chunky Peanut Butter. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm just bringing in Whole Foods and terrorizing liberals. There actually is something that I can do about it. Please do, Maria. Well, we're, sitting, we're sitting here with a man who obviously likes confrontation and lives alone in a sad, lonely existence. It's not sad. Stephen. It's full of very Stephen. important I'm talking books. about Stephen right now. Stephen. Stephen. Stephen uh, hyphen. You might remember me that from... Motherfucker. <laughs> yes, but, hello, peanut you know how, but you know how people, when you put two people together who hate each other, or in this case, a person and a demon, you put them together, the peanut butter demon and the Stephen... And maybe they'll end up with a happy existence. So he has a lot of wooden spoons to eat you with. I oh. them and a lot of things to uh, chat with you about. For example, obviously, patriotism. and yes. um, God bless him. And uh, he also says the same thing, but you guys mean two different things because you're the conservative and he's the liberal. But he what means it in like this. Pair we would make. It would be It would be make a really fun, like, oddball comedy. Why Stefan and peanut butter could be the new chocolate and peanut butter, Mr. Peanut Butter Demon. It could be. I'll entertain it. I won't entertain this talk of a white lion arm on a woman for a purse. Well, I think that was too much. Finally, you know, somebody's have to slow down. That Grant character is... You know what? Oh, Mr. Peanut it? Butter Demon. Oh, Someone resuscitate him. Like, <laughs> You can tell that he is organic peanut butter by how wet and slimy he is. Well, he should take a lesson. He should take a lesson. You think Condoleezza Rice would have a white lion arm with a purse on it? Not every woman carries a purse. That's a good point. Also, Condoleezza Rice, one of my favorite rice dishes that you can prepare from Whole Foods ingredients. My grandfather big bird a man's purse. Carried a man bag purse. Your grandfather had a purse. Yeah, and he, he was a, demons he was a love pioneer. purses, though. I mean, that's like part of their culture, you know. Oh, great you can carry a lot of evil things in there, I would imagine. He was uh, one of the glorious generals in the United States. <laughs> you know, peanut butter demon. You sound like a pretty straight shooting fellow. I feel like you and I could actually get along pretty well as roommates. I love this idea, guys. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We can get you out of the Whole Foods. Joshua, solve your problem. I think you may still be on the line. I'm not totally sure. And um, 
then we can you can move on with your life you can go back to the whole foods the demon yes. won't be in the peanut butter he's probably Finally. there's probably still one in the vitamin aisle but we will have to have another show for that because if i go shopping you can't be here all night Stefan. sorry i know you would like me to be here no nope. it's okay would not you know uh, if uh, i go shopping with the peanut butter demon perhaps he can dissuade the other demons from bothering oh him. it's very possible uh did i hear joshua on the I'm, line i'm here i'm i'm for well, getting hello the there, demon Joshua. after the peanut butter, but I don't. It doesn't help me. Eating your words right now, eating crow, perhaps, are those things that you can uh, buy to eat from Whole Foods, uh, Joshua. It would seem that your Frankensteinian creation, uh, Joshua, has turned against you in yeah, true I... literary tradition. Joshua, I think uh, maybe you should get a... You clearly don't like your job at Whole Foods. And look, I know you aren't paying the big bucks for the show, the advice, but maybe you should just quit. You know what I mean? Are you giving There's other advice? Whole Foods that are around. Mm. Well, I don't. I give away free advice, but not free mystical advice. Uh, I, I request a transfer for a couple blocks away. So I'm hoping that goes through soon. Cause you I, wouldn't dare. A couple blocks away sounds great. Stefan won't go to that one. He said it's too far. Yeah. So it's entirely too far. You would uproot your entire family like that. <laughs> to yeah. work at a Whole Foods yeah, two know, entire blocks further. I, I got a wife, Susan. Three daughters. Brenda. Laura. Mm -hmm. Susie. You know what? Uh, we don't care. So, but thank you, you for calling. Love. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, Kiki, let's hang up this call. Let's hang up as soon as we can. Just hang that one right up. Ask okay. them if they got my Christmas card. Um, you know what, Stevan and uh, oh, Peanut yes. Butter Monster, I feel like yeah. we really solved your problem here. Um, I think you're going to live a great life with this gurgle gurgly gross fart making machine terrific yes he seems like uh, a, a real interesting perspective on life that i would be welcome to have and argue with all hours of the day and night seven uh, tell everybody where they can hear your show well you can hear it of course on the super creative network uh, your welcome world news the leading purveyor of news on public radio America. and you can get it on itunes as well I you can get assume. it on itunes search for your welcome world news on itunes mm -hmm. and peanut butter monster where can we cure uh, your your talents maybe i'll be a guest on the welcome world okay good Perhaps we can make Debate. you an intern. Well, uh, do you have uh, a free 20 years ahead of you? I'm sharp. As long as you promise, I have a thousand years. <laughs> I'm forever. That's true. I, I heard true. every other word. Uh, you're you do. He lives a thousand years. You have He's going to live forever. You have a rich future in broadcasting ahead of you. You've really got the right voice. Hey, I guys, like debate. us on Facebook. We're Mystic Party on Facebook. Um, write reviews on iTunes. Tell everybody how much you love us. I'm yes. at Bria Grant on iTunes. Zane is at Zane Grant on, I mean, on iTunes, on Twitter. Zane is at Zane Grant on Twitter. Um, you can approve of Your Welcome World News on Facebook, and you can choose to follow us on Twitter.com if you so choose. Uh, Peanut Butter Monster, do you do Twitter? What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I um, have so much to teach. Take that as that's no, but hopefully we'll have a follow up with this relationship. Sounds hilarious. Um, I have so much to teach you, Peanut Butter Demon. Why <laughs> don't do blowjobs? <laughs> I would Kiki never. Kiki is at Kiki the Don on Twitter. Let's play us out. Gluten-free, <laughs> ethical, and nutritious.
nutritional. I support um, oh, you won't anti-gun legislation. If you mean in terms of the legalizing peanut butter demon, do you have a car? Rifles? I walked here. I drive a big F-150. Hey, everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast, I Am Weed, where we... And a guest. ...go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist. Get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to I Am Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.